Hey everyone, it's me, Brian, with Destructive Gaming, coming with a special episode today of the All Things Nerdy podcast. I'm here with Super Beast GN. We are looking at episode six of Loki, the reaction, or our reaction, our breakdowns. Uh, Beast and I have both been watching it. Beast has been loving the show. I've been loving the show. So we thought, hey, let's get our thoughts about that episode we saw. So, Beast, start things off. How's your day going? How was your your day after watching the episode? Was your mind blown? Uh, yeah, my mind... I'm, I'm doing great. My mind was blown. Yeah, I think my mind was blown because the theories this time around actually were kind of correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, um, it was... This time it was actually Mephisto. <laughs> it was actually the devil. Um, kind of. Kind of, right? Not really Mephisto. It's um, So Marvel with this, uh, to kind of jump into it, I was going to start with the beginning, but with um, the reveal, if you know, you've seen the episode, if you're listening to this, this is all going to be a bunch of spoilers. So go watch the episode first. If you haven't, come back and listen to this. Um, for those of you that don't know the episode, uh, they showed who was in the castle. Um, they kind of mix a bunch of characters together to get he who remains, mm -hmm. though, didn't they? Is that what you mean by Mephisto? Is there like a Mephisto? Well, what, I meant by Mephi what I meant by Mephisto was that like when people were all theorizing that it had to be Mephisto in WandaVision and then it turned out not to be. Now everybody was kind of theorizing that it was Kang the Conqueror, Kang the Conqueror. It's got to be Kang. It's got to be Amortis. Mm. You kind of got that, but not oh, exactly. Oh, okay. I see. I see what you're saying. You're like kind actually, of making fun of, yeah. Like I said in the last podcast, I don't think they, I, I didn't think they were going to introduce the villain at the end of the episode when he wasn't in any other episode, you know? But they kind of did. Yeah. It was weird. They they kind of did it that well, way. I, I didn't think it was possible. Well, I mean, you're kind of right. They showed statues of him, and the one timekeeper did look similar to yeah, him. But yeah. yeah, no, they he wasn't in the episode. He wasn't secretly there pulling the strings. Uh, well, mm -hmm. he was, but he was never shown. Um, so w what I meant by how they're mixing the characters, um, how the comics go, uh, you kind of brought this up last time that, you know, you know comics, but the way the MCU works is they kind of mash all the comics. Yeah. Like the, like the storyline, they kind of do what they want. Yeah. Um, and they never do anything without accident. Um, everything they do is for a purpose. Uh, so it seems like they've kind of mixed uh, He Who Remains, which was a person who was at the end of time who ended up creating the TVA to have the sacred timeline. Um, right. But then they, uh, they also kind of mix it with Kang, who was also a scientist. Um, mm -hmm. He was Nathan Richards from the 31st century, a descendant of Reed Richards, who... Um, found out time travel. Um, that's kind of what he was alluding to there, so they mixed that character in. Uh, but also, Kang was also in a timeline hired by the TVA to keep the sacred timeline good, and then he could rule it without conquering it, too, I heard somewhere. Mm. So I I think they might be mixing that one in, too, uh, because the guy we saw seemed overly friendly to be... Kang. This this was like a well he wasn't Kang. He wasn't Kang. He wasn't he was he who remains. It's we don't know if he was Nathaniel Richards. We don't know. Because there could be Nathaniel Richards out there, but just that's not like a different you know, it's not the he who remains. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not the same person. Okay. Which I find interesting. Like like there could be a guy out there that's totally different than this guy who's named Nathaniel Richards, and that is this version of Nathaniel Richards. Uh, it could be someone totally different. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's what um, Loki's kind of postured this this whole theory that anyone could be anyone. Yeah, that that's true. Um, especially with uh, what if coming, um, the show is kind of setting up that too. That mm-hmm. um, you know, he could be anybody, and anybody could be him in any sort of universe. Um, like nowadays, like timeline. with this new Loki thing, you could literally have. I don't know. You can get like Danny Trejo to portray Thor, and you could say, "Oh, Thor's on the show now." You know, like you, could, yeah. He's just he's just this version of Thor. Like you could do anything you want now. Yep. yep I kind of like it. I I have a feeling that I I initially thought that at the end of this, uh, I might be getting ahead of myself here, but I feel like I know how season two is going to go, but I might not at the same time. Okay. Let's let's get through the episode first before we start theories on second season. Like I, I feel right. like we I've I've gotten ahead of myself. <laughs> All right, so uh, we'll start with the opening of the show with them heading towards the castle. Um, it was if you know the comics well and you know Kang and you know his colors, it it was kind of shown right there. Um, as yeah. they're walking up, it was kind of his colors all mixed in. Um, and then they they walk in and Miss Minutes is the first one that greets them, and they almost said I was pissed. Like, I was yeah, immediately I was like, pissed. I was like, yeah, no, no. make it Miss Minutes. <laughs> yep, yeah. I'm like, are they really saying it's her? Uh, but that was, she was creepy, I thought, mm-hmm. right there. Um, once again, she was uh, doing like a devil's advocate type deal. Um, like, I'll give you mm-hmm. everything if you just turn back now. Um, which I think might have gotten to male Loki, Tom Hiddleston. Uh, but the way they were setting it up last episode with the female Loki... Uh, we all knew she wasn't going to let that fly. No. Um, she was there on a mission, and she was there to kill whoever was behind it. Didn't um, matter. Didn't matter yep. who it was. <laughs> yep, she did not care. She got her life stolen from her, you know? She, yep. Like, her whole life, she, she as, a, as a child. I mean, you think, like, you know, it's all for selfish reasons, but, like, when you look at her, it's like, like, would I, wouldn't I do the same thing if somebody stole my, like, whole life from me? You know, like, it's just, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she was perfectly happy and, you know, fine, she thought. And then they came and mm-hmm. took her and uh, completely ruined her life. Um, but I thought it was interesting when they were there. Uh, she was kind of telling Loki, too, how last episode she asked if she could trust him. But then this episode, she's also like, well, you're not going to betray me. Um, and she was like, you know, why aren't we together on this? Um, it's not to get ahead of myself, but, you know, something happens where she... Seems like she betrays them, uh, but it seemed like she was kind of spelling it out beforehand when they were walking mm. in there, uh, kind of warning him, like, if you just don't do what I want, things aren't going to end well for you. Um, she was acting kind of weird in this episode, though, wasn't she? Because, like, as mm. far as she's known Loki, like, it was only the first episode they kind of met each other in that mm. she kind of was at odds with him, you know? And then after that, they were just, like, best friends pretty much fighting together and surviving together. And this mm. is, like, the first episode where she was just, like, kind of... At, like just at odds with him and it was weird I, I thought it was kind of a weird direction for the character honestly yeah um yeah the the opening the opening dialogue did seem kind of weird uh it seemed off i want to say um like the person who ended the last episode wasn't who was in this episode like she just changed um but i think that was to drive home the point that she's at the end of her journey and she doesn't trust loki and that yeah. um in order for her to trust him, he just needs to do what she wants. Mm-hmm. And I think that might be wise because Marvel's trying to do a little bit more character building on her. And this was her last, their last opportunity to, uh, before Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. 
Yeah. And what if? Um, but yeah, I, I thought that she, yeah, she was all honky dory. And then, then this episode, yeah. she was like, F you, man. Um, but that kind of tracks with the character of Loki as well. Uh, you know, once That's they, true. you know, once they get their goals in their sight, they're going to do what they need to do to get it. Um, because she hasn't grown like our Loki has. Um, my wife sent me this article and I actually wanted to bring it up. Um, you were saying the last podcast that Marvel does nothing on accident. Everything nope. they show us, everything they say is on purpose. Uh, and this article brought it up. Um, they actually talked to the costume designer of Loki's series about why Loki is still in a TVA outfit, the whole series. He can mm -hmm. make any fine Asgardian leather, armor, whatever he wants, and he's fighting true, yeah. in a button-up shirt from the TVA with a rip in it. Uh, what she said they were doing is they were showing at the beginning of the series, Loki had his armor up. He was still himself, the evil Loki. Yeah. Um, as the episode came, they kind of broke him down, and he was changing, evolving into the, his new self, but he was still guarded. So he wore the jacket with the collar up, because then he's still Loki, and he still didn't trust them. And then once the TVA broke him and he grew into a new person, his armor was gone, his, you know his emotional armor is gone. So then that's why he's been in the shirt the whole entire time to show that his emotional armor is gone and he's open to change. But then if you look at Sylvie the whole time, her armor's on and they even said, she's like, this is really uncomfortable wearing this. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, I think they're kind of showing too, that Loki was open to change, but they've even said that she cannot trust and she hasn't changed at all. No. So, we should have known that she was going to do what she did at the end and kicked him through that little mm -hmm. portal um, just to kill Kang. Uh, but yeah. that's that's the great writing of Marvel is when you go back and watch it again, you'll see that. You're like, oh, that's great. I didn't see that the first time through because mm -hmm. uh, they do nothing on accident. So uh, but so moving in past Miss Minutes, uh, they, of course, turn her down. And then she goes to Renslayer uh, with some info. Uh, that Renslayer did not ask for. What do you theorize that was that she dropped off instead of Renslayer's info she wanted? Uh, that I don't know. I mean that that is. Uh, I, I feel like Miss Minutes is like a whole nother character, right? Like that's mm -hmm. it's like she's kind of like this AI in the TVA, but I feel like she's got her own agenda. Honestly, it yeah. almost looked like she was playing two different sides. Yep, you got to wonder which Kang she's really working for. Because if Miss Minutes can go back and forth between universes and time, what says she can't go between timelines? Because we know at the end, um, spoiler alert, something happens where the TVA is completely different. So is she working mm -hmm. for that TVA or the one we've already seen? Uh, which guy is she working for? Or is she even working for him? We don't know. Um, but We don't even know if that other one existed before this moment, you know? Exactly, because things get rewritten. Um, right. Uh, but what was interesting is... The info she came back with is said that um, they didn't really say it, but when Owen Wilson or Mobius came back in to fight her, which was hilarious, he got taken out right away, which was, <laughs> that was great. He's, he's like, well, let's see. He's like, yeah, you're right. You took me out. Um, she did say that she's going to look for free will. Um, and in some of the, and we brought this up last time, in some of the storylines, she is King's lover, yes. wife. Um, so do you think maybe she was going looking for a version of Kang to get back the sacred timeline, the one that's going to be reborn? Well, 
she doesn't really know about Kang, right? Like nobody does. He's from the 31st century. I'm assuming that every version of him is from the 31st century. They're just all different, right? Some, I guess, well, I guess it wouldn't matter in the TVA because time is relative, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Like, yeah, she couldn't know who he is. Mm-hmm. Well, they um, yeah. they kind of exist outside of the timeline, kind of like it's kind of like the vanishing point in uh, in the DC ver- uh, universe. Mm-hmm. She um, like who knows what they know? What the TVA knows? Like they've seen all time, probably. Mm-hmm. Well, like they they know they probably seen the end of time. <laughs> yep. Well those that need to know within the bureaucracy yeah. of, of of it yeah um level seven clearance <laughs> yep yep uh the way it was explained to me is they're fourth dimensional beings um mm-hmm. and we're third dimensional beings so time is like film we see it as frame to frame to frame to frame mm-hmm. uh fourth dimensional beams see the whole film reel at once yeah so you know they see the whole film and they know what's on it uh so is she a fourth dimensional being now does she know um we don't know uh, that's what will be fun because spoiler alert there will be a season two uh, so that will be exciting um, so we don't really know what went on with that so they're going to cut back to the castle then and then um, I just want to bring up the castle too when they first walk in all the broken statues seem like there's three of them that were the timekeepers and then a fourth one that was broken mm. do you have any inkling of what that might be or any theory of what that statue was I would assume, ah, man, because, like, we don't know in this version of the story, like, if the timekeepers were ever real, you know? Like, yeah. were they real? And did did the He Who Remains, did he kill them or and, and replace them to keep the facade going, you know? Like, yep. were they, were they, was he one of the four timekeepers and did they cast him out and that's the broken statue was him, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the question. When did he overthrow them? Like, you know, I, I don't know. There's a lot of ways this could go, honestly. Yeah. That's yeah. My theory is the statue was either him uh, that they broke because um, they were pissed at him because he did that. He overthrew them because, um, right. like I said, he seemed overly friendly. I don't I liked him. <laughs> yeah. He, oh, his debut. The guy stole every scene, every sentence. Dude, I was, I, I was like, yeah. this is the guy. I love it already. I love it already. <laughs> yep. Yep. Well, well, he's so good. Yeah. Then to move on, because right after that, he is shown um, and the door opens and it's just like a guy in a robe with some sandals on. Yeah. Uh, and he's very not menacing at all. Uh, very likable. Uh, but if you notice, he's holding an apple uh, mm-hmm. and apple is usually knowledge. Uh, then he says that he is the devil and he is tempting them with an apple with the knowledge and then they follow him. Uh, so, so that's why I don't think he's as innocent as he says he is. Uh, I, uh, think, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I think we're going to see him again because the videos I was watching, the symbols behind them uh, with the three um, like circles coming out of them are a symbol of rebirth. And he even says that, you know, he will be reborn. Like no matter what happens, I'm going to be back here mm-hmm. again. He says, I'm going to be reborn. Um, and then, yeah, I'm just going to try to jump ahead to what they're talking about here because there's not too much that happens. You know, we'll talk about what they're talking about. Um, but to compound on that, he says that uh, he dies and he's reborn. And they're like, well, why would you want to give the TVA to us? Like, why give up your power? And he's like, well, I'm older than you think. This is a young man's game. Um, and the theory is when you're reborn, you're reborn younger and more powerful. So my theory is, is he wanted Loki to stab him. He knew she was going to, um, and he's going to come back reborn, younger, 
and he secretly is a conqueror. He's not he who remains. He took on that title, but he is the actual conqueror, and he's the one that broke everything. Um, that's my theory, at least. Um, I think he's really more evil than he let on. <laughs> I mean, they usually are. They, usually when you're overly friendly, that's the that's creepy. It mm-hmm. usually means you've got something to hide. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's... Yeah, because, like, the way it seems is what you were kind of alluding to is maybe the timekeepers weren't real. And the way I think of it is, is he's saying like, well, I'm the one that's nice and the other ones, you know, are more evil, but yet Mm -hmm. he's the one that could tame the beast that eats realities and had it as a pet outside of his castle. And he said he tamed that pet to kill the other versions of him. And that's always what nice people do. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So we already know he is extremely powerful. uh, Just, who he is, that that version of him. Um, And then he goes on to say, like, you know, I created this, I created the TVA. uh, But like you were saying, I think the timekeepers were real and they came to him to preserve a timeline and he worked with them and then he took them over because he didn't like the the direction it was going. Um, Or, or what if they did capture him as a variant? He's a variant, right? Obviously everyone's a variant. Yep. They captured him Mm -hmm. And he did what Loki couldn't do, is overthrow them. Yeah, yep, that's what I think. Yeah, he... and then he he did the thing that Loki set out to do in the beginning. <laughs> yep, and then to get away, he hid at the end of time. Yeah, yeah, and then and like like you it. said, like like they said before, you hide where time isn't going to branch, like where like where it's not going to matter, like the post apocalyptic events and stuff, where mm-hmm. no matter what you do, it's not going to create a nexus event. So at the end of time, it wouldn't create a nexus event because it's still being written. Yep, yep. Which that they, would be the perfect place to hide. Yep, because about during his whole monologue, he does reach what he calls the threshold of what he knows mm. of time. Uh, time's actually new, uh, which I think is what he was also wanting to, is he wanted time to be new because he was bored. And he wanted to control <laughs> that, too. You know, I, I mean, when you're powerful, what the hell is he? You know, he's been I mean, bro, get an Xbox. Eons. Why not? You know, like, yeah. get, get a PlayStation. <laughs> like, there's other ways to not be bored. Oh, <laughs> uh, can, can you imagine your ping time to the servers from the end of time, though? I mean, it'd be horrible. Well, it doesn't matter, because even in that world, you still can't get a PlayStation 5. Yeah, right. They're, they're all still sold, sold out. out. <laughs> you still can't get a RTX the other, 390. The actual other variants of Kang the Conqueror are, are reselling a PS5s for $1,800. And yeah. that's why he hates them. <laughs> well, obviously, yeah, this, the scalpers are king. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's just cool like how much they set up in this one episode. Um, just him talking. Uh, mm-hmm. He did set up a lot. Um, when he said all of his names, uh, that's kind of why everybody's saying he's king. Um, yeah. we, we've referred to him as king. Uh, just because the actor was cast as king in the Doctor yeah. Strange. Uh, Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Or, yeah, in the Ant-Man movie. Um, and so he's been cast in that, and he said that there's our variants. Uh, but while he's talking, he did say he's been called by many names, the Devil, Conqueror, and he actually mm-hmm. said that twice. Um, so... Mark my words. He's going to be the villain in every movie for this phase. <laughs> he's, he's going to be in every movie somehow. He's They're going to put him as, like, the new Stan Lee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'll have, like, a secret cameo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which is, it's gonna tie, which is cool. Um, I brought this up if they're doing this timeline, if he is Nathaniel Reed, uh, 
Richards. Yep. Um, if so, if he is Reed Richards' ancestor, they can tie in the Fantastic Four. Right. Uh, finally, which which would be great for the Fantastic Four to get the MCU treatment. Yeah. Well, um, we already know they're coming. We already know they're coming to the MCU. They've already yep. kind of they've already uh, kind of confirmed it. Yeah. Um, but then this is also going to give them an opportunity to wrap in the X-Men franchise with mm-hmm. still being able to op- to say, like, those X-Men movies happened before. Those are still real. Those are still in a timeline. Yeah. But now the MCU can write them again. And even with the same people and characters, if they want to bring them back and say, well, that's yeah. just another version of Hugh Jackman. I, I really you know like I mean? that idea that basically everything is canon now. Like, everything. Yeah. Every Marvel movie ever existing is now part of the canon. Yep. Yeah. Like, you can't a, really deny it. It's a great way to wrap that all in. Um, yeah. But what I want to bring up to you uh, while they are talking, I know you know more about the comics of the Eternals than I, I do. Uh, some people were saying that the gold inlay uh, in, the, in like the castle and everywhere where it was mm-hmm. all cracked, uh, they did premiere the Eternals trailer a couple weeks ago that had a lot of that imagery in it too. And once again, mm-hmm. Marvel does nothing on accident. And we've right. never seen that anywhere else. And then all of a sudden, a couple of weeks later in Loki, we see the same golden lay of a war. So do you think maybe they're trying to tie in the like the Eternals into this too? Or are they going to show up in season two? I think they're going to tie in like, everything. I think everything exists. Everything is tied in now. What Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. tried to do in seven seasons, they tried to get the attention of the MCU. They were like, seven seasons. We Notice me, senpai. Yeah. And then Loki comes in for one season and just does it in one season. <laughs> like, everything's yeah. connected to us. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's I think everything's that... connected. I don't, yeah, I, I I don't think I think they know that the MCU is very popular. It's very uh, marketable. Mm-hmm. There's no reason not to tie it in, especially something like the Eternals, which most people outside of the comic universe probably haven't heard of. Like yeah. like people, like the casual moviegoer, it does not know what the Eternals is. So they're gonna have to make it relatable somehow, some way. They're gonna have to put something in there where it's like, oh, I know that from the other thing, or I, oh, like you know. Like, so, something along those lines they have to so it's yeah. got to connect yeah plus i heard uh, thanos is going to be in it <laughs> <laughs> uh they they did name drop thanos um but uh yeah it's funny that you bring up agents of shield because there was actually an interview uh the guy that played agent colson i forgot the actor's name uh he yeah back in may I forgot his name. yeah back, back in may he did some in some interview and this is why there's kind of a theory out there that loki might have a second season uh, which is now confirmed. Um, mm-hmm. He said, I wish we would have had what Tom Hiddleston had and had the Marvel budget to film 10 or 12 episodes at that budget. Loki was only six episodes. Um, so did he get the number wrong? Uh, which we now know he didn't. So, you know, it's kind of cool that you brought that up. Um, you know, maybe he's hinting at the fact they will bring back Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and maybe that is canon. That's all canon because it can be. The thing is, it it, it already is canon now. Like True. it's canon in some universe. Yep, yep. But now, um, now we know that there's a Deathlock and a de- uh, and a uh, Ghost Rider and Swamp th- or Man Thing somewhere somewhere out there in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They just it might not be in the Sacred Timeline, but it's it's it exists alongside it for sure now. Yep. Well, the Sacred Timeline was kind of a myth. Any it was a dogma. Uh, it's just yeah. what he created to stop the time war. Right. Um. Which, you know, he was the winner of it. Was he mm-hmm. supposed to be the winner? We don't know. It says he was the one that won. Uh, which kind of leads me back to, I don't think he's as innocent and as nice. I mean, he won the time more. 
you don't do that. Like if he's like, everybody's nobody's more, innocent more. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, nobody's more, more like I'm the nice one. And the, my other guys are more evil, but yet you Com- comparatively more. probably. Well, yes, of course. Comparatively. Um, <laughs> it doesn't mean he's a good guy. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it's like, you know, not to bring in re- real world things, but Marvel kind of did, you know, they're bringing up the dictator complex of, you know, yeah. you take down a, a dictator. You don't know the vacuum that it create creates and who's going to fill it. Could it be worse? Could mm. it be better? We don't know. Um, but so it's kind of cool that they're are they are exploring that because that's what these shows have done too. Uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier really tackled racism and nationalism and then uh WandaVision covered grief and loss. Um then this show is coming, you know, it's covering like coming to self actualization and saying that we're all evil and you need to accept and like forgive yourself for it. Uh so you know, it's cool that they're exploring all those things too. And not just having it be a shallow TV show that's got cool action sequences. Um, but yeah, sorry, I just went off on that little tangent. I just wanted to bring that up. But um, now, when they were walking into the castle, I will say this the whole time I'm seeing the statues and I'm like, I'm like, Shh, is this, is this Dr. Doom? <laughs> Could this be? Because the castle was very Dr. Doom like. Yeah, it was very Doctor Doom. Like visually, it looked like something Doctor Doom would live in. I'm like, are they actually doing this? Are they actually doing Doctor Doom? They didn't, but I, I there well, was a, a small moment where I was like, they might. <laughs> we know Doctor Doom is coming. Yeah, he's already. If Fantastic confirmed. Four is coming, Doctor Doom's coming, 100. percent Yeah, well, there's already like leaked artwork and stuff um, yeah. that I saw, but you know that could be fan made. It could be fake. Um, but yeah, I I did see that too. That the castle was kind of like that, and if you notice the top of the castle was the same as the staffs they used to prune people. Yeah. It was the same little orange thing at the top and the little spire. Uh, so I I think the castle is more important than what they let on in the show. Um, because, like, Marvel releases big thing that's carved out of the Black Stone, and, like, why would they go into all that backstory, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's just a castle that he put there just to hide out. I think it's probably one he ripped out somewhere, because we did see it in Ant-Man kind of or his city um yeah is that you, from his city was that was destroyed that. from the end of time you know did he rip that think, from there do you think that where they are the tva and and the end of time or do you think they exist within the quantum realm yeah that they're inside that little bubble and then they're yeah i, I highly think that realm? still Oh my god, that would be amazing because this is Kang into the Ant Man and the Quantum if Kang Man. the Conqueror is going to be an Ant Man, I mean, it would make sense that he lives there, right? They did show it in the background, and like I said in the last time, they could have just left the background blank. They didn't have to put anything there, but they chose to put a city, some kind yeah. of city that looks like the TVA. Well, it was I forgot Kang's city that's in the Quantum Realm, Annapolis or Annapolis. I forget or the name of it. Yeah, it's something like that, but yeah, it is. A but it looks very he, similar. Yeah, he put. Yeah, uh, that was a lot of the yeah. theories that they looked similar. Uh, but that, mm-hmm. yeah, he hid out in the quantum realm there for a long time because in the quantum realm, time is nothing. You're in the quantum realm, it's beyond. And we also space. saw Yellow Jacket's uh helmet in the last episode, so oh, yeah. we know, yeah, it's yeah. a giant helmet. So obviously, Yellow Jacket went to the quantum realm, and exactly. there's got to be ties there somehow, yeah. That would be really interesting if the whole time they've been in the quantum realm and not known it. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, well, I mean, they did say time moves differently in the TVA, and time moves differently in the quantum realm. I mean, look look at uh, Wasp, the original Wasp. She came out older, and Ant-Man came out the same age, even though he was there for five years. Yep, 
Yeah. And they've so been time is all relative. And they've been alluding to that time too, because um a lot of the TVA people said they've been there for hundreds and hundreds of years. Uh yet mm. they look no different. You know, when they yeah. were first proved or you know, taken from their timeline and brainwashed. Um, so yeah, I really like that theory. That's a cool theory. Um especially it would how, make sense. I wonder how they wipe the, their memories. Um yeah, that's good. Well, I mean, if Kane they, can rewrite time, I'm sure rewriting people's memories but, in a timeline is nothing. But how does he rewrite time? That, that's my question. Like, can he just do it? Or does... I, I don't know. It's so weird. Yeah. Can he like, just take somebody else's power to do well, it? Like, yeah, because he was just a scientist in the 31st yeah. century. He wasn't like a... He's just very smart. Just like... He figured out time travel, which my my thing about that is if he figured out time travel, what about Tony Stark? Tony Stark figured out time travel many, many years before that then. Mm -hmm. So did he just rediscover it? Like, I don't get how time works now. (laughs) The theory is actually now um, that I actually saw this thing. There's a small theory out there that he is actually a descendant of Tony Stark's. That he's a variant of a descendant of Tony Stark. Uh, Because Tony, he, he discovered time travel, but only like one way. Not to like different fucking timelines. Um, Yeah. But, you know, maybe in a different timeline, it was the 31st century when Tony Stark, a descendant of Tony Stark's did it. Um, we don't know. Because uh, the MCU, yeah, they, they did change that. It wasn't, it was Tony Stark that figured out time travel. So. But they still were in different, like, worlds. It, it, the Hulk even said that that's how time works. Like, if they, if they go back to the past, that's their new future. Yeah. So you can't change anything in the future because it's already happened. But, but the rules have changed now. They were changed, but the ancient one also explained how time works. If you do something in one time, it branches a reality, just like we've learned in Loki. Mm-hmm. So my question is like, like, did they know that they were creating these new timelines? That they were creating these branched realities? Because they she even said when you take even if one stone was missing from the timeline they'd have no chance to, to defend themselves and yet here they go taking the stones out of time like they literally just took every stone out of time leaving those realities without six infinity stones and then thor going to uh to find the infinity stone on asgard just gets mjolnir back but that is not his mjolnir that's the thor of that world's mjolnir now he left that world without mjolnir so now Thor doesn't have that anymore. So I'm wondering if they knew that they were creating branched realities, if they knew if they were like they were in different worlds. Because otherwise, the butterfly effect, you you can't touch anything. You know, you can't you you know you're leaving them without defense. Okay, well, to compound on that theory, um, they've already kind of said or that thought, not theory, that's a fact. He just stated. Um to compound on that, they did say that in Loki's episode two one uh when he's up on in front of the judge and they're like you changed the timeline he's like well what about the avengers they traveled in time and they're like well we're here about you and they're like well they were supposed to do that that was part of the timeline Um, so what you're saying is well um hella was supposed to destroy mjolnir mm -hmm. and thor was supposed to go back and get the other mjolnir because he needed mjolnir like he was always supposed to have it and then they basically just prune that timeline yeah, or that timeline was supposed to be that way because yeah. that's the only way Kang could ever come to, or he who remains, come to the end of 
time to be there. Um, right. Everything, because everything's a loop. They've said that many times in yeah. the MCU. Like, how many times have Loki's done this to him? Millions? Thousands? They've probably done this before. But, That's how he knew it. Um, my big question is, though, if he's at the end of time, right? And he's pruning all these timelines to have one big timeline so that he doesn't get any more evil Kangs or whatever. Yeah. Wouldn't those never exist anyways? Like, when is it that he comes and prunes those timelines? Because you're, if you're outside of time, isn't the time just all relative? Like, it doesn't matter when you do it. It just doesn't exist, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. It's it's it, it, Time travel is weird. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, it's like the MCU had their own. Now they're doing, like, the Back to the Future time rules. Um, yeah. But... To like, you know, kind of like what I was saying is like, um, the Avengers were supposed to go back in time and screw that up. But now there's this, this theory that Steve Rogers is actually the one that created this Nexus event uh, when he went mm. back in time and put the Infinity Stones back in place and then stayed back in time when he wasn't supposed to. Uh, he's the one that actually created this branching Nexus event that has now created the multi-universal war. And that's when this is all started. It's all thanks to Steve Rogers way back then. But did he branch on those timelines or did the sacred timeline get branched? See, yeah. we don't even know if what we've been seeing in the MCU is the actual timeline that didn't get pruned. Like, yeah. like, is this the sacred timeline? No, like, we don't know. Yeah. And this could be a, a branch reality. Like, yeah, they could be writing something brand new. That's a sacred timeline. Now, you know, like if we don't know, Yeah. because the fact is Steve Rogers going back to the past and staying there would not create a Nexus event. Him leaving their reality would. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. All right. Because all right. there already was that timeline would have lived out the way it did just mm -hmm. with him there, you know? But so the fact that the timeline he left doesn't have a Captain America anymore. And now there's a new Captain America. That, I believe, would have created the branch, not him staying. It was him leaving, I think, mm -hmm. and never coming back. Man, I'm glad I'm not writing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I wonder if the writers are just looking at what they're writing going, oh, shit, like, we've just messed everything up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure they're smarter than us and have a storyboard somewhere, hopefully. Yeah. That, well, um, yeah, it's going to be a pretty messed up storyboard. <laughs> yeah. It's like a storyboard. I, I love the time yeah. travel stuff, dude. Like, I, I just, it, it, for, because, like, you can just have fun with it. You mm -hmm. can just do whatever you want with it. Like, from this point forward, it's going to be fun watching all the movies because now anything can happen. We already know that we're getting Alfred Molina back as uh, Dr. Octopus and Jamie Foxx as Electro. And we've had the rumors that Willem Dafoe is coming back as the uh, the Green Goblin, which I am all for. Yep. Um, and which means that we it's all but confirmed that Toby and Andrew are going to be in the Spider-Man movie. Yeah. And we've they did we've already heard. We've heard that um, Charlie Cox may be in the Spider-Man movie. That's a rumor. We don't know it for sure, but he may be in it, which now that totally makes sense if he is. Even if those shows aren't canon, it doesn't matter anymore because he could be, he could show up. Yep. Yep. And they've already kind of um, hinted at the war that's going to go be, go on between the good versions and the bad versions mm. of our favorite people. I forgot what the war is called. It was a recent story. The, mul the multiversal war. Yeah. It was also called something else um, in 2014. It was like a big comic book storyline that they're hinting at. Mm. Um, battle. Wait, was it battle? Battle world? Yes. Battle, battle world. Yeah. Yeah, and they already have, like, that's one of the titles of the movies coming out in a couple of years. Uh, so in, like, seven years, we're really going to see the accumulation of um, Kang's plan. Because uh, what I think it's been, it's like, you, you know, they've kind of hinted like Thanos has been nothing. Um, you know, 
Kang let He's him just do a pawn. He was, yeah. So this guy has like literally just been like letting things happen. And now they're hinting at that at the end too, uh the end credit or the end scene when Loki comes back and after they get betrayed. Um he tries to warn them and then they're like, Oh, you know, blah blah blah, he's gonna let them branch. Uh and there's sixty three branches uh mm. in just one. And I like so now he's letting them happen. So I just did he want this? Did he want the war to happen? Because, like, the war has to happen anyway. So, if, like, if she didn't go back in time and kill him, the war would have never happened. Then he would have never been in power. So, mm -hmm. she had to kill him for the war to start for him to take over the TVA, I would assume. It sounds good, but also, Hulk even said that time doesn't happen like that. Like, you can't change anything that's already not happened. You know, like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, see, but that's maybe weird because I think happened. they've already... It's That's already happened, yeah. Yeah. But you might be right. Actually, you might be right about that since they were depicting the sacred timeline as a loop. So yeah, yeah it kind of it kind of is the uh, the motif they were going for, I think. Well, they've even shown it. Uh, the thing is wearing on his wrist it was a circle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, same thing with Tony Stark when he invented the time travel. It's a circle. Uh, circles, you know, they represent loops. Obviously, I have one of those on the back of my phone right there. <laughs> yeah nice nice it, it oddly looks almost like it <laughs> yeah um i have a batman one myself um oh jealous yeah <laughs> but yeah it's it's interesting it's going to be interesting to see what they do going forward um because they're just like dropping little nuggets for us and we're just mm -hmm. kind of picking them up we're like well is this what it is is this gonna be this timeline is it this and that um we just don't know Loki's got me hyped for the future of the MCU. Like I, I wasn't, I was always hyped for it, but now I'm, I really, really can't wait to see like Spider Man and and uh, uh, Doctor Strange and all them. Like I really want to see Ant Man now. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm hyped for it. I'm really, yeah, I'm really excited for Spider Man. Um, I always do like the Spider Man movies, but I'm really excited for Ant Man. I wasn't like when Ant Man first came out. I'm like, eh, I don't care. Uh, same with Ant Man and the Wasp. Like it was funny. I, I went went and saw it because I think you know they're funny. Now I'm excited because they're going to be big parts of the MCU and Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah. um, well, I mean, Ant-Man's already been a big part of the MCU now. I mean, like with Endgame, Endgame was basically an Ant-Man movie. That was basically Ant-Man. I'm going to consider that Ant-Man 3. <laughs> yep. Well, the I, the I whole mean, format was Ant-Man format, the heist and everything. Yep. We know that Ant-Man was a heist movie, the first one at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, they, they even had that in the beginning of this episode when they were doing the Marvel crawl. Um, a lot of the quotes you heard and stuff. Yeah. The first was Tony doing his blast. Uh, but you actually heard Hank Pym saying, and then Ant-Man, and then you heard the Wasp. Mm. So, like, a lot of it was around that storyline, too. Because, um, like I said, maybe they're in the quantum realm. Because, uh, you know, as they zone out, they show that that was all in that timeline in a black hole. And it goes to another black hole. So they were showing, like, that's all happening. It's all happened, and it's all happening right now in that timeline and now they're all the way over here and four black holes away at the end of time when all that is still happening it's crazy it was crazy this show like that last episode blew my mind of like where they went so it's obvious that loki's gonna have these big ramifications on the mcu yeah do you think and this is just like a thought of mine do you think they're doing this whole multiversal thing so that they can tell other stories that don't necessarily have to connect spin-off like, like i feel like there's pressure right there's pressure to make like if they make the x-men 
Like there's pressure to be like, oh, well, we're, where were they when the world needed them? You know, like where were they? It's kind of like the original Spider-Man, like, like X-Men, the original X-Men movie. When Magneto tried to like make everybody mutants, he tried to like turn everybody into mutants and everything. My thought was, where the hell is Spider-Man? He lives in New York. Why isn't he helping? You know, like that was my thing. And now that they have this interconnected universe, you kind of have no choice but to think that. So I I think that maybe there's some stories that won't be connected in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They'll be there alongside of them, much like DC does their there's their movies where it's like they're not all connected, but they're there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because they can have fun and tell a standalone story um, because, you know, they do like to tell multi-genre stories. Yeah. Uh, these three shows have shown that they've been co- three completely different styles of shows. Because let's be honest, none of the X-Men movies made sense together. <laughs> nope. <laughs> like one and two, one and two and three kind of, but none of the other ones really connected. Even like first X-Men first class was like these, they, okay, they're young people. All right. Now this next one takes 10, takes place 10 years later and they don't look any different. Oh, this yeah. next one takes 10 years after that. Oh, they don't look any different. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you're telling me in a span of five years, Michael Fassbender is going to look like Ian McKellen? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's kind of what I, don't I was. Get it. That's what I was saying last time. Like, I'm so glad the MCU has this now and not really Sony. Yeah. Sony did not know what they were doing with it. It's like, what do you do? They're so inadvertently making those other movies better. <laughs> yeah, it's weird for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, so like, the next show now is What If. Um, well, and, yeah, that'll be a lot like this too because it's all d- deals with multiversal stuff, mm-hmm. like well, different universes where different things happened. Yeah, I think that's going to be uh, two fractures of the MCU. Uh, they're going to have this Doctor Strange space multi-dimensional MCU, and then they're still going to have the Falcon and the Winter Soldier action movie mm-hmm. side that can exist outside of it. Because uh, when you think about it, this was the one show that didn't really allude to anything coming in the MCU. I mean, it, it didn't, and it did. It alluded to everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when you think about the ramifications of WandaVision and mm-hmm. then Loki, like what happened in Falcon and the Winter Soldier that's really going to affect the future of the MCU? I'm the uh, Thunderbolts. That's true. So do you think they, there's they brought in uh, what are, Val? And she came in and recruited a U.S. agent for what I believe is going to be their Thunderbolts, only because if she's in the Black Widow movie recruiting uh baby sister widow uh <laughs> yeah yeah spoiler um, alert yeah she in the comic yeah spoiler alert sorry i mean if you're watching loki for spoiler you know if, you're, if you don't care about loki spoilers you probably don't care about any of the spoilers <laughs> yeah for black widow yeah yeah um but in the comic book yelena belova is in she was part of the thunderbolts at one time so that's why i'm assuming uh not to mention that uh thunderbolt ross is the red hulk in the comics and he was part of the thunderbolts as well um they even have a reason for him to be called thunderbolt ross now like because it's the thunderbolts they have a reason for it to be called the thunderbolts they could just mm-hmm. use his name yeah um but yeah i mean I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that set that up and, and not to mention uh patriot was a part of it too and that's going to set up young avengers as well um every show has had a young avenger in it at least okay um one or two so i think i think it did a lot more than i, I just think there wasn't like a lot of theories yeah. for that show because it wasn't like shar- shrouded in mystery like every other show is i think it's it's just more straightforward action that's why yeah. i think that the mcu is going to be like that it's going to be the action movies that everybody can go mm-hmm. and watch and have a good time and then there's a the doctor strange movies that we're going to mm-hmm. have and the tv shows that really go into like all the weird stuff that they're going to have yeah so it's going to be like the thunderbolts and the eternals um 
maybe you know i don't really know but, but i mean you might be right about that i mean it, it, it makes sense because you got to have something for everybody in a, in a universe this big you know not everyone likes to go watch marvel movies you know because of oh it's superpowers and all. but i think you know like I, I said before winter soldier was probably in my top five marvel movies and it really didn't deal with superpowers all that much it was more of a like a suspense action thriller you know yep yeah that like happened to have a super soldier in it but you know, it was like government experimentation, which is kind of in line with yeah thriller. Um, yeah, government experimentation. I w- I wouldn't consider that superpowers, but like nope. it's it's within the realm. I mean, people we have steroids in real life, you know, and uh-huh. it enhances people, so it's not outside the realm of possibility. Yeah, you know, and we have drugs that give you like super focus for you know doing certain things. Um, for yeah. you know, people that do sniping and stuff like that. Not saying like our soldiers do that. But yeah, like, you know, it's been known that some people use, uh, some other countries use um, substances to help their army. Um, So yeah, that's not out of the realm of like realistic things. I mean, one day maybe we'll have a Captain America that can run super fast and beat people's ass. We already Um, have Usain Bolt. Just give him the shield. That's right. Uh, (laughs) Or Shikari Richardson. I mean, she's a flash. Just put her out there. She's like, you wonder if someone's out there getting all these Olympic people, like they, they're get, like getting their DNA and mixing it up and trying to clone. Like, yeah. what if? Yeah, like Michael Maybe. Phelps, Usain Bolt, um, insert other Olympic person here. Like, I, I don't know. Like, that'd be insane. Yeah, like yeah. the peak athlete. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, so they I, just come out with like a hand coming out of their head. <laughs> speaking of like athletes and stuff. Kill me. Yeah. I know, like, steroid use is bad. It's not good for the body. But I just want one Olympic game where they just let them go crazy. I just want to see a bunch of roided out people just doing it as far as they can throw something. Why not? So, like, the real Olympics. <laughs> yeah, except, like, the pretenses drop and they just let them do it. And there's, there's yeah. like, people coming out like the Hulk that are just, like, when they throw it to the next country. It's like, I just want to see what the peak is for, like, humans to grow with HGH. You know, I don't know. It's probably mm-hmm. not good for people, though. Um, no, but, uh, yeah, going back into what if, um, so like Loki and WandaVision, they set this up, uh, to go back. We haven't really talked much about WandaVision, but she is a Nexus being, uh, she is one that can actually has magic to change reality, uh, mm-hmm. and time and everything. Um, so she is going to be in this multiverse of madness as well. Yep. Uh, the question is who's her variant are we gonna see it in what if i don't know yeah i maybe because wanda if she has a variant what are the other wandas doing because she is extremely powerful she's practicing the darkest of magic right now so you assume the other ones are doing the same exact thing right i I think you're asking the wrong questions dg i think you're asking the wrong questions i think the question you need to be asked was is ralph boner a variant of Quicksilver that got yes. his mind erased by the TVA. Of course he is. He doesn't know he's Quicksilver. He thinks he's Ralph Boner. Yeah. He is a TVA <laughs> agent that was sent back. And secretly, um, Agatha is an agent of He Who Remains. Um, <laughs> that could be. Yeah. Uh, no. And that's you know kind of where WandaVision first had this uh, with they can bring in the X-Men because that timeline you know they're like people were theorizing about that they were they were saying like oh when he first showed up and we didn't know anything about him they're like 
did she just go to the X-Men universe and pull him out of there? Like yep, she did. It's possible now. <laughs> yeah. Well, she pulled a variant of him somewhere. Apparently. I, so I don't want to think that he's like... just a guy named Ralph Boner. I don't want to think that. No. And in my opinion, he is not just a man named Ralph Boner. Okay. Yeah. He, he is a variant of Quicksilver somehow, yeah. some way pulled out uh, of the timeline. Yep. I think a variant of Quicksilver's name is Ralph Boner. And he's just like this weird stoner dude that, yeah that she pulled from somewhere mm-hmm. um so yeah it's it'll be interesting to see who everybody's variant is uh especially wanda especially vision uh vision too because he's a synthetic being well now vision already has a variant now it's wandering well, around out there somewhere pondering life <laughs> yeah true um so yeah it's so that's gonna wrap into what if um that's gonna be really fun uh i'm i'm hoping to watch that and do some breakdowns but that's gonna be hard because that show is it going to be, it's going to be part of the timeline, obviously, because everything is, but is it right. really going to be important to the movies? Because I think this is more Marvel having fun exploring whatever so they want. What What, what if? if is a comic that deals with what if? It's, um, for those who don't know, there's these beings called Watchers. And the main Watcher in the Marvel comic books is named Watu. Um, you kind of seen the Watchers in uh, what movie was it that the Watchers were in with uh, Stanley? Stanley was sitting and talking to them. Was it Guardians Two? Maybe second Guardians movie. Yeah, with the, the you planet. see three Watchers, and those are the Watchers that kind of like they oversee the multiverse. They oversee like, um, kind of, you know, they they want things to go according to plan, or they don't want things to go off the rails. You know, kind of like how they were doing with the TVA and stuff like that. Uh, but they watch and they kind of deal with this, like, well, here's what would happen if, you know, uh, Peggy Carter got the super soldier serum instead of Steve Rogers, you know, yep. they kind of she deal in those, Agent those Carter. little, uh, yeah. Agent, yeah. Uh, Captain Carter. Um, sorry, they kind of go Captain with that. There's a whole series of what if comics. And I do, uh, I kind of, I would love everyone to go out and just like kind of read those. Cause those are, they're really awesome. They're really uh-huh. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, um, yeah, I didn't know about the comic run of what if. Um, and I know this is one of the last things that uh, Chaswick Bozeman, or mm. I believe that's how you say his last name, Ch- uh, recorded. Bozeman, yeah, yeah, I uh, recorded for the MCU before he passed away, because uh, uh, I know Tatala's voice is actually in it, the character, and he's gonna be Peter yeah. Quill, um, well, the, the version of Peter Quill. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think is everybody gonna play their own voices? It seemed like it, but it seemed like they took a lot of clips from the movies to get the voices, because um, one yeah. was like. I'm sure you saw the same trailer I did. Um, But, you know, how far can they go with Chadwick? Like, how much did he really record? Because I -hmm. I know you can record a lot and, like, put things together and all that stuff. Um, And, you know, and how how many lines have MCU people uttered? You know, there's so many movies, and they're contractually obligated to record things for them. They've been in video games and everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think we're going to see a lot of original voices, hopefully. That'd Um, be cool. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I think um, there's something else I wanted to bring up about the end of the show. Um, Jeez, I can't think of it right now. It was something about Loki. Oh, um, so when he got pushed back through. Yeah. And he was uh, sobbing. Uh, Do you think it's because he was... He was crying because he knows that if um, she couldn't change who she was, 
that he thinks that maybe there's no hope for him, um, that he's going to be evil again. Because uh, we know we've been They talking. did kind of talk about that. Yeah, because like, we know... You know a, a kingdom for you to rule or whatever, you know, a throne. Yep. Um, I don't... Yeah, I mean, it kind of says something about his own, like, personality. Like, when, you know, he, if, you know, like you said, if he sees she can't change, then maybe he can't change. But I think he's already changed. I, I really think, like, he's gone through that change already, and he mm-hmm. sees it. Yeah, but... Um, he's felt it. To bring that up, the Loki timeline, there was a timeline where Loki was being used by the TVA, uh, and he was good. Um, and he did a lot of good things, and then he found out that he was actually just being used to create, you know, like he usually is, to make other people better. Mm-hmm. And he was actually doing good things, but it was to make, like, other people better. I don't remember the exact storyline, but what it came out is Loki was super good for a long time. He found out he was being used once again, and then he went very evil. Like, he's like, well, mm-hmm. I'll show them the person that they want me to be then. Um and he was like an irredeemable asshole for a long fucking time. Um, yeah, Loki is that in the comic a lot of times. Yep. And then I'm, eventually I'm not sure he about does these the days. full circle. Yeah, well, he yeah. he did the, the full circle. Uh, but yeah. in the comics, that's young Loki. It's a younger version of Loki. Um, so I'm wondering if the MCU is going to do that. Because you were saying last time how they didn't want to change too much in a show. Cause if you don't watch a show, you're going to come back to a movie and the character is going to be completely different. And you're going to be like, right. why is he good now? And the MCU, they kind of explain why he went good. But once again, he's evil, he's going good. So he almost has to do another circle again to go evil, to come back into the MCU again. Mm. Um, I, I just feel like Loki, we're going to see him again in season two and he's going to go evil again. Um, that's my theory. Um, do you think he was crying because of that? Because he knows he's going to go bad again? Or he was just crying because he knows Sylvie I think he's is... crying because Sylvie couldn't come to terms with him. Like, they couldn't see eye to eye on, on it. Right. And he obviously really liked her. Yeah, and she really liked him. Yeah. Surprisingly. <laughs> um, yeah, that that would be an interesting, um, I guess, love story. It was weird when they kissed the... I was kind of... Yeah, I was very weird. uncomfortable. I was like, he's kissing himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, this is almost worse than Star Wars. He, he What's basically, going on? They basically did what I've always wanted to do, is either fight myself or make out with myself. You know, like, that's... Like, <laughs> I know uh, another... amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just want to see how that'd be like. Yeah, I just want to know what's up with Disney and, like, you know, with Star Wars and Luke and Leia. I, I mean, that was before <laughs> it was Disney. To be fair, but now there's like people kissing each other, and this is like this is weird. Uh, Do you but, think? You know. Um, you think it would be awesome, or at least interesting, if at the end of every Marvel movie going forward, dealing with the multiverse, that the end credit scene has TVA agents coming in and pruning the timeline? <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Because my first thought was like, oh my god, Loki's getting a second season, right? This is perfect because all the multiversal stuff can happen in between, right? Not that it is, but I think they could before yeah. they, they don't because the second season doesn't have to have to happen a year from now. It could be like two years from now. I well, mean, we've seen Stranger Things. They they can have like five years filming it until January yeah. of next year. So they can do it any time. So like between now and then they could do all these multiverse movies. And then mm-hmm. when the second season comes out, they can clean up the timeline and it doesn't matter anymore. Yep. <laughs> it was like, yep. we, we had our phase four, our fun with the multiverse. Now we're done. <laughs> yep. Time to reset it all. Yep. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, they no. pretty much laid it down that they could do whatever they want. Anytime they want now. Yeah, no, uh, and, I, and two, I like it. 
season two of Loki starting filming next year, 2022. Um, so hopefully we'll see by the end of the year next year, uh, much like mm-hmm. we did this year. But that's a pretty quick turnaround for a yeah. studio to do all that in a year. Uh, but they did it under COVID. So maybe they'll do it again. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, you know, I'm just really, I'm really excited to see uh, not just where the MCU is going to go, but where the Loki character is going to go. Um, you know, I always thought he was the more interesting character uh, in the Avengers, especially in the Thor movies, because, you know, Thor is mm-hmm. always like the good guy. Um, in the first movie, he's a douche. You know, he's like the frat bro that you don't like. And then like Loki's kind of cool, but he's a dick. And you're like, why you got to be a dick, Loki? Uh, mm-hmm. So it was kind of nice to see Loki uh, do a do a turn, uh, a heel turn and become a face to use a mm-hmm. wrestling term. Um, yeah, well, I think is I, think that I he, use that right. He, yeah. Uh, he um he had a lot of the the Loki we once knew that got killed by Thanos in the movies. He had a lot of like character development, right? But I feel like this Loki in this TV show has gotten more character development in six like what, 45 minute episodes than yeah. that Loki did in like all those movies. Mhm. For sure. Yep. Well, it's like yeah, we got to see a range of like him come to terms with what he's done who he is mm-hmm. you know and yeah yeah it's loki was a dick for most of the movies like he was like a like thor thor 2 uh yeah. avengers like he was a dick for most of those movies and the beginning of ragnarok he was kind of a dick <laughs> yeah yeah and then yeah, finally he's... at the end it was like he he sacrificed himself or did he <laughs> exactly like <laughs> or did, did he really did he? die we don't know or um... is that loki still alive hanging out at the end of time wait a minute didn't did classic we... Loki say he was hiding out at the end of time? Yeah, he did say that. So do you think what that's the hell? Loki from the movies? Wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. But the end of time is where the He Who Remains was, right? Yeah. I mean... What? <laughs> Wouldn't they have seen each other at some point? Don't you think? I mean, not if He Who Remains didn't want him to. That's what I'm saying. Like he he allowed him to. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's allowed everything to happen. He's like the ultimate bad guy. But I mean, I wonder if that's gonna play in at all. You know, the the classic Loki. I don't think he's dead, and I don't no. think the Loki of the regular timelines dead either. I, I I think classic Loki has said that he they survive. He didn't die in that. He didn't die, and then he did exactly what everyone thought Loki did in the movie, like project himself and make you know uh, thanos think he was he was dead i still think the loki and the regular timeline exists well yeah i mean you said that last time um they alluded to it uh loki survive mm. is what they do um and they've talked about rebirth so many times uh that no matter what you do you're going to come back and it's going to repeat uh so yeah i think i don't think loki really got killed by thanos i don't think he did and i don't think old loki died either um at that point i think that was all a projection i don't think that was and all the lokis in the sewer they're all still alive too i believe (laughs) oh yeah yeah i feel like that was planned as well um their fake little coup that they had Mm. it just seemed like too silly you know what i mean like it's it's like oh then like i'm gonna betray you and betray you and betray you it's like what i feel like maybe it was planned to get them out of there to get them Mm. towards the end of time or something yeah um, probably like he said it has to the journey has to happen yep yeah and everything that was done he planned and laid out and they just walked the path that he put in front of him throughout 
the whole entire MCU. Mm. Well, and the show is what he meant. But, um, but yeah, so uh, one last thing I wanted to bring up. So at the end, right at the end, when Sylvie stabs him through the chest and he says, I'll, I'll be back or I'll see you soon. Uh, do you think he means a variant him or literally yeah. him? Because he did say, like, well, I'll be right back here. He he said that he the multiverse was contained so that there wasn't any evil versions of him or whatever, evil more evil versions of him. So I think he knows that now that he's dead, he obviously knows he got a knife in his chest, you know, uh-huh. um, that he knows that more of him will sprout up and they will be even worse than what they've encountered already. So I think that's what he meant. Like, you you know, you'll see me again. You'll you'll a, a variant of me or some other version of me is going to try to do something bad and you're going to have to face him. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, we I, already I, know what's happening in, in Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah. I I think that's probably where they're going with, with it, you know, because that's... But at the same time, I like to think, like, maybe he was referring to himself again. Like, I'm going to see you again. Uh, and I'm it could still, very well be that. Yeah, I'm, I'm still you know, debating <laughs> on the theory that he's going to be reborn, a younger man that likes to conquer. Because um, I like to think he was secretly the conqueror, and he's just too old, mm-hmm. and he, he just wants to be reborn again. Um... So I personally think it's going to be him coming back um, and that they've gone through that before and he might have been like, well, I'll see you again in a couple hundred years when you stab me again because uh, I'm going to be back here again. Because uh, actually the writer of Loki is the same writer that is going to do Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and he's actually a co-writer on Rick and Morty. Yeah. <laughs> and Rick and Morty, as we know, is a show about a scientist who accidentally discovers time travel and then fucks up timelines. So it's so, basically the same story. <laughs> so the guy, he has a genre that he sticks to. Um, and people aren't always what they seem in his shows. Uh, I don't watch a lot of Rick and Morty. Uh, not really my jam. My dog does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My um, dog loves Rick and Morty. I just know if you like pop culture, what it is and stuff, you know, I'm like against it. I just, it passed me yeah. by. I, I haven't checked it out yet. Uh, but yeah, I just feel like, you know, he's not going to just write the character off. And just be like, yeah, he's gonna die, then he's never gonna come back. Um, but you never know. You know. I'm I'm just interested to see upcoming Marvel movies now because I do want to see how the TV shows tie into these. You know, mm-hmm. uh, most most uh, importantly, uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness because I do want to see how, like, will will Doctor Strange just show up? where at her cabin where she was in wandavision you know like will it tie in you know will they show flashbacks to kind of like bring you up to speed in case you don't watch disney plus you know yeah um that's that's i'm just interested in like how they're going to introduce the movies now that the tv shows has happened because like i said about uh agents of shield before is that the tv shows never really interacted with the movies ever even like daredevil and jessica jones they talked about the movies but they never had any did anything in the movie in the tv shows that impacted the movies at all yeah yeah so I'm just, just wondering how how much will these move will these TV shows impact the movies? Yeah, yeah. It seems like I thought for sure, you know, like we were saying a lot, um, last time, seems like they wouldn't do that, but it seems like maybe they are. Uh, maybe yeah, I think so. People to get that Disney Plus, uh, you know, to mm-hmm. watch to, to watch a show. It'd be it'd be the way to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you can even watch the new release movies right on Disney now, so it kind of makes sense. I mean, you don't have to go to the theater to go see the new right. MCU. I mean, you can pay extra thirty bucks and watch it right at home. And then watch Loki to catch up on what you missed. I mean, it's it's a click away. Uh, so I guess I get it um, why they can do that now. But there there is a risk of fracturing people uh, that not knowing what the hell is going on. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, like you I, yeah, said, I'm in the camp that yeah, they kind of got to make everything standalone but connect as well. You know, and that's that's hard to do, but they've done it so far. I mean, I, I've I've never really. It's like when I don't know if you ever watched the CW DC shows, but every year they do like a oh. crossover. Okay. And they'll do like, oh, part one is on Arrow, part two is on The Flash, part three is Supergirl, part four is Legends of Tomorrow, you know? Okay. And I always thought to myself, like, yeah, but if I'm just watching on Netflix and I'm just watching through season like six of Arrow or whatever, this episode's gonna come around and I'm gonna have no idea what's going on because I didn't watch the other shows, you know? Yeah. So everything's gotta kind of stand alone too. I've never tried watching just one part of it and then watching the next part you know next, the next episode in the series without watching the other parts first you know so i don't yeah. know how well they stand alone but i feel like that you really need to do that um yeah. and marvel's done a good job of making their movies connect but also be a good enjoyable movie just to watch on its own yeah yeah because you don't need to start at like iron man and watch all of, all the movies right. to know what's happening in infinity war you basically know mm-hmm. um yeah i i'm it's just kind of weird that Black Widow came out then. Um, for those of you that haven't watched it, it didn't really seem to tie into this at all. Um, just the fact to like they made that movie to introduce Baby Black Widow. Like, is that uh, what that well, whole the movie thing was is, about? That movie was supposed to come out a lot earlier. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it was yeah, way it back went, in the timeline. It's been delayed like thirteen years. <laughs> yeah. Why is that? I don't know. I have no yeah. idea. They just didn't believe in Maybe, a Black Widow movie doing good, or I don't know. Just... Maybe not. I don't know. Hmm. I after watching Winter Soldier, I think she did great in Winter Soldier. Like I, I'm you know me. I'm not a big Black Widow fan in the movies. Like I feel like you know people give Hawkeye shit, but Black Widow, she's even more useless than Hawkeye is. At least Hawkeye can shoot his shot. You know. Yeah, yeah. At least Hawkeye yeah. couldn't get con- brain controlled by Wanda. You know. I mean, he did in by Loki, but this still. Uh, yeah. But. I never was like a fan of like why we have Iron Man, we have Hulk, we have Captain America. Why do we have Black Widow? You know, yeah. but in Winter Soldier, it made sense because that really, like we said before, wasn't in the realm of like superpowers, so it made more sense. It was more yeah. believable and relatable. So I think yeah. you did great in that. So I, I yeah, yeah, I feel just, like uh, it'd be a good movie. This is kind of a weird movie to put out. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't. Uh, yeah didn't seem like it really had anything to do with anything besides right at the end on that last credit sequence. And it's like, Oh, is this what this whole movie was building up towards? No, I didn't see the movie, but I heard that general Thunderbolt Ross was having like problems with his heart or something. Like they were talking about him getting a triple bypass or, um, like was Thunderbolt Ross in the movie? Thunderbolt Ross. Maybe he's the guy that from the Hulk. Not that I remember, no. No, because I, I I heard that he was in it, and he was because he's he's the guy that's searching for Black Widow. Hmm. Maybe yeah, I'm no. maybe I'm reading the wrong things. No, because the movie I saw it's basically, uh, Black Widow goes to destroy the Red Room. She's mad, and she wants mm-hmm. to go kill the guy that started the Red Room, and then she meets up with the other women that were part of the Red Room. Then they go kill the guy. Let me look up and see if he's in there because I think I I've heard, I've heard the the like the synopsis of it and stuff like that, mm. and I heard that, yeah, William Hurt, you know, Secretary Ross, 
Yeah, he's in it. It says okay. he's in it here, at least on IMDb. Um, they said I, I, what I've heard is they. He's um, he's the guy from um, Civil War. He's the one that put forth the Sokovia Accords. Okay. I don't know how big of a part he had in this movie, but you know. But I feel like they're going to introduce uh, the Red Hulk soon because he is the Red Hulk. Spoilers to anyone who didn't read the Red Hulk series in 2008. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that I think guy. at this point, if, yeah. If you haven't okay. read it by now, you're probably not going to read it. Um, but yeah, uh, basically, he. The uh, World War Hulk happens after Planet Hulk. So you've seen Ragnarok. Um, the story is they sent Hulk to this peaceful planet with just vegetation no other lives that he can harm because they didn't seem they didn't deem him to be fit to live on earth anymore that mm. was the illuminati that was like iron man reed richards black bull all them uh they sent him away he ends up going through a wormhole and landing on the planet sakar he ends up fighting uh, as a gladiator like in the movie uh takes a wife uh has a kid that he doesn't know about yet uh but at the end of it his pod that he came in ends up exploding and killing and destroying the planet. It was like a it was a nuclear like explosion destroys the planet, kills his wife, kills pretty much everybody except for him and the Warbound and a few others. So he vows to take the ship, go back to Earth, and that's how World War Hulk starts because he blames Iron Man and all them for killing his wife. He pretty much kicks the crap out of everybody in the Marvel universe. It ends up that it wasn't his ship that was Meek, the little bug guy. Um, that's always hanging out with Korg in the movies. Okay. Um, he was the one who sabotaged it because he felt that Hulk was too weak. He felt he was too soft now. And, you know, um, wow. And then Hulk surrenders. They hit him with the satellite blast that kind of absorbs his radiation and turns him back into Bruce Banner so they can lock him up. They now leader and the intelligentsia use that radiation that they absorb to make, to turn general Thunderbolt Ross into the red Hulk. So I feel like they're kind of going towards that that storyline, but in a different way. They, there's an awful lot of General Ross in in movies nowadays, and I don't yeah. know why. Like, they could have easily recast the part or just had anyone in that position, but they chose to bring William Hurt from the Hulk movie to all these yeah. movies that have have you know he's been in. Hmm. I, fi- I find yeah. that weird. I know the scene you're talking about now. Uh, yeah. The reason why I didn't remember it was just fast in passing it's probably brief right yeah oh it was very brief he walks in and he has black widow cornered he thinks mm-hmm. you know there's like the swat team and he's like oh we're coming for you and she's like mm-hmm. oh you're making yourself look embarrassed and she is like don't you have a bunch of heart problems you should be worried about yeah and he is like i think you have bigger problems that you need to be worried about right now <laughs> and they storm the room that they think she's in and she's halfway across the world so i feel like and if that's he's got heart scene. problems that's it yeah it's like if he's got heart problems, why mention that? Like I said before, Marvel doesn't do anything on accident. Yeah. Uh he could be sense. trying to turn himself into a super soldier and he turns himself accidentally into the Red Hulk. Well, see that you makes know, so sense. So he can live longer. Because in the MCU, well, and we know Black Widow and Bruce Banner have a thing. Black Widow's dead now um in the current future timeline. Yeah. Um so it would kind of make sense if Bruce Banner kind of takes Baby Widow under his arm, his wing. Mhm. Um, then something happens to him, and that guy turns into Red Hulk. Um, you know, like Bruce Banner dies or whatever. And mm-hmm. then um, the new Black Widow has a reason to fight 
Red Hulk. Now, now they can't have Red Hulk without Green Hulk. You you can't kill off Hulk without giving me my proper Red Hulk Green Hulk fight. <laughs> I suppose they'd probably do that too. Well, you there's have that at least. There's rumors that She Hulk's coming. That they're gonna make yeah, She Hulk. She Hulk's coming. So, um, I would assume. Be well, yeah. Well, then there's a Red She Hulk, and that's where Liv Tyler comes back in. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. Yeah. I would love to see Liv Tyler as Red She-Hulk. I, I signed me up day one for that movie. Yeah. Um, first, but yeah, She-Hulk because and then she's a She-Hulk. I would assume that She-Hulk would have Mark Ruffalo in it. The whole story of She-Hulk is that she there's an accident and she needs a blood transfusion, and her cousin Bruce uh, gives her that blood transfusion, which turns her into She-Hulk. Okay. Hmm. So I would yeah. assume Ruffalo will be in that. It'll, one it'll would have he, he only has to be in the first episode <laughs> yeah yeah is it gonna be a show or uh yeah she she also gonna be a show yeah show yeah. Uh, so yeah it'll be cool to see that kind of flushed out and i want to see her interactions with charlie cox daredevil i need that in my life yeah yeah it'd be cool to both see lawyers <laughs> oh yeah because it is going to be a legal drama too they were saying yeah. uh like a rumored 10 episode run like legal drama with She-Hulk. Just imagine the end scene of every Law and Order, the end half of like every Law and Order, but the ADA is green. Yeah, <laughs> that's, basically, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. And I need myself, I need myself a Mariska Hargitay uh, cameo appearance. I need it. Yeah, <laughs> I need uh, some Olivia Benson in there. Law and yeah. Order SVU. Oh, all right. Yeah, I don't watch Law and Order. Oh Law man, I see. I'm I'm old. I'm an old person. Yeah, I'm beyond my years. I'm old too, but it's uh, I don't have cable anymore, so I just gotta watch what's on, you know. It's on NBC, bro. Every every uh, Thursday or Wednesday or whatever. It's on NBC. I need to local television. A, I need to hook up uh, like a uh, antenna. Then I don't even have a antenna hooked up. I just got a Roku. Oh, are you just like a digital dude? I I only have Roku. That's it. That's nothing wrong with that. Like we we do uh, Hulu Hulu Plus, so that's okay. how we get our TV intake. I do Disney, yeah. Disney HBO. And now we got Netflix back again. So. We we stopped doing um well we, we had Dish Dish TV or not Dish Dish Network I think it was yeah. oh, okay for the longest time. And then we were like, well, Hulu's like we we're paying like over a hundred dollars for Dish. Like, why not just pay like fifty five bucks for Hulu? Yeah, yeah. We uh I had cable for a long time. I hook up the antenna when there's like football, but mm-hmm. like, you know why watch on TV? We can see it on Hulu the next day. And a lot better right. quality half the time than you can get off of a yeah. antenna or cable box. Um, Although antennas have gotten pretty good, though. Yeah, over yeah, like true. since a long time ago, like since you had the fuzziness, you know, like coming in every once in a while, and uh, you had, you had like bad. the uh, tinfoil balls on the end, and you have to like mm-hmm. pull them certain ways. You're like, don't touch them. Nobody sneezes next to the TV. Why are you standing near near the door? It's messing up my reception. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sit down, damn it. So yeah, I guess that's uh that's about all we wanted to bring up, man. Um. I want to thank you for coming back on the podcast again. Uh, you've been a really good friend to me, a uh, friend to the podcast. You always come on when I just ask you. Uh, you take time out of your day, and I do appreciate I that. I love piece. talking. Yeah, well, especially talking nerdy stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. You give me a chance to talk comic books, I'm talking about it. Like I'll nonstop talk about it. I don't care. You know me. I love comics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, my how thing? can you not this day and age when they're done so well? Uh, even if you I don't know. read them, I mean, you, all those you people that made fun of me in high school and in elementary school for like loving comics, I, I'm I'm their king now, dude. We were born in the wrong time. Like <laughs> video games and comics are cool now. I remember going to school, and if you said you played the new Zelda game, you got punched in the stomach. 
like nerd. I I got made fun of for liking the Spider-Man animated series. Are you oh, tell yeah. me anyone who didn't like it? No, they didn't exist. People who hated that show didn't exist, but they made fun of me for it. Oh yeah, they were secretly watching that. it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yep. You never, never. Now it's like you admit it and you're cool. I um, I admitted it back then. That's why they made fun of me. I I I was uh, I um I um. I was never afraid of being who I was. <laughs> Don't care. Same here, man. I was always a nerd and quiet and wore myself to shirts. But, mm-hmm. uh, but um, yeah, uh, like I said, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast. I know you're, you are a very, very busy guy. Uh, for those of you that haven't listened to the podcast before, um, or you just don't know, uh, Super Beast GN here is a content creator, a streamer on Twitch. Uh, he streams Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, he plays a variety of games, mainly Mario Maker and some wrestling. Oh, Mario um, Maker. Yep, and been playing a little bit of Batman too. Uh, so, you guys are. I'm going to be playing Batman for the foreseeable future, as you. I cannot beat Arkham Knight without 100%ing the game. <laughs> oh God! Well, that's my playthrough. It's my curse. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so, for those of you that don't know, we do usually stream uh, these podcasts live on Twitch, but this was like kind of a special little recording. Uh, we do record these on Saturday, so anytime you want to join us Saturday nights on Twitch TV on my Twitch channel, just search up Destructive Gaming TTV on Twitch. Uh, it's a bad username, I know, I'm sorry, uh, but it's what I came up <laughs> with. Uh, so join us Saturday nights. You can drop questions in chat and talk to us, uh, kind of join the conversation. Um, you know, if you can't join us Saturday nights, follow Beast on Twitch, Super Beast GN. Follow him everywhere. Uh, give him some support. And uh, yeah, until next time, I guess. Uh, once again, thanks for being on the podcast, dude. And uh, is there anything you want to say to everybody before we sign off here? Uh, just be good to one another. Ooh, hard to say. Be good to one another. Um, you know, just interact positively with people. And uh, that's it. And this world will be a better place. That's all. Mm-hmm. Try to yep. spread the positivity. All right, and that's why I love coming on your channel, man. All right, uh, so until next time, everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Take it easy. Bye.